Today, Sally Lucas is with us and we're going to stay fairly local today. We're going to stay in the Pacific. A couple of wonderful island places, Tahiti, Hawaii. <gasps> yes, think of those frangipanis and, yeah, beautiful music and wonderful singing. We're talking travel. Sally Lucas, welcome along. And you've got some wonderful, it sounds like tropical delights, Pacific delights for yes, us today. Yes, tropical and Pacific both, Jane, um, because also why I'm discussing these two areas of Tahiti or French Polynesia and the Hawaiian Islands is that it's very easy for us to travel to them now with COVID. So it's they've really, really you know, made it quite easy for us to enter both those areas now, so it's not complicated, which which is great. Um, there are some little things you'll need, which I'll explain in, in a moment. But firstly, I mean, the Hawaiian Islands I'll talk about first. And I mean, they rose from the depths of the ocean more than 27 million years ago. So it's been around that Hawaiian group of islands for a long, long time. And of so course... You mean they were volcanoes? Well, I was going to say, they've just about all been volcanic yeah. in their time. And of course, they've only got the one left now, which is the big island of Hawaii, which still has the active volcano on oh. it of Kilauea, which is quite an amazing site if you've never been been there do include the large island of Hawaii because it's really fascinating. You'll get really up close to volcanic activity. And of course, they've had so many encounters with Polynesian voyages there as well in Hawaii. So you've got a quite a mixed culture, which is an interesting thing as well. So you've got in the museum there is wonderful. You don't realise how much history there is and how much interaction there was with the other races from the French Polynesia as well as the Hawaiian, of course. And yes, it's, it's just quite an interesting history. And and it was made a U.S. Um, territory, um, of course, as you know, it's, it's one of the U.S. states now as well. Alaska, I think, was the last one to join uh, from memory. Um, but in 1898, uh, President William McKinley signed the joint resolution of annexation, effectively making Hawaii a U.S. territory. So it goes back that far. Mm. But it's made up of many islands, of course. Uh, Oahu, which is the main island, which is where Honolulu is. And, of course, there you've got Diamond Head, which is an extinct volcano or crater that's left there now. And that's wonderful to go to because it's where the um, the cemeteries are from the people who lost their lives at Pearl Harbour. And so it's, it's a beautiful spot as well, a very scenic area. And, of course, you can go to see, of course, the Pearl Harbour exhibition and where the vessels, of course, were destroyed and so on. But you can also get the bus, and that's what it's called, and you can get the bus and you can go all around the island if you wish and hop on and hop off the bus as many times as you like, and which is quite a nice way of doing it if you don't want to hire a car yourself. Because if you go up to the north, Coast, you have the pipeline. You certainly do. You certainly do. If you're there at the right time of the year, which I think is what Novemberish. I think it's oh, it's their yeah. winter. I think is when they get the surf coming. Yes. Which I think, I think is, you're right. Yes, yeah. November, December. December. Mm. Then of course you've got Maui, which is just really wonderful. It's a beautiful, very lush. Um, island with waterfalls and peaks and valleys and it's it's just ideal. Then you've got Kauai and that's got the miniature Grand Canyon on it which is quite spectacular and once you go up to the top of that Kauai it gets quite cold, gets quite a, its own climate. It's quite and, high. It's, it's quite high, yeah, and, and of course that's really interesting as well. You've got also Molokai which is only a tiny little island which not many people 
get to, but I mean, if you're wanting to go somewhere very peaceful and quiet, you could go to Molokai. Um, and then, of course, as we've mentioned, you've got the large island of um, Hawaii. And of course, even Kauai in itself, it's still lush as well. And these islands have all been volcanic at different um, times of their you know, growth. So they're all different a little bit in their vegetation as well. So it's really interesting, I think, don't just, don't just go to Honolulu. I mean, you'd be very disappointed to me if you didn't go further. And usually you can get a really good deal with an airline pass, you know, that'll get you around all the islands, which is the best way of doing it, of course. You do really need a car on the outer islands, I think, and it actually works out cheaper than, because quite often the airport, because they're hilly islands, the airport is not always close to town. So if you've got to pay for a transfer or a taxi, by the time you've done that for a return transfer, you could have hired a car for a couple of days. So hiring a car on the outer islands is a a great way of doing it. um, I wouldn't go there in summer because I just said I don't like going in the extreme of heat, but it's also when all the Americans are on vacation and also a lot of the Japanese, it's that they all come down and converge on Hawaii at that time of year. So it's going to be very, very busy. Um, even when you go there in their winter, like I was there once in, well, it was either January or February, it was still like 26s, you know, so you've got that really temperate climate all year round. You're not going to get a winter as we know it. It just won't be stormy or as hot or as, you know, you'll get a lot of storms and rain in the summer months too. So it's better going out of that season if you can. And of course, your flights from here are about 10 hours um, and you don't have to worry now, as I said, about quarantining or isolating. You've just got to have proof of your, th- of your three vaccinations at least a proper you know either a digital copy that shows all three not just the tick or a paper copy which is fine and there is a form you do have to complete online called a combined passenger disclosure everyone two years and older and you can download that at home which would be a lot easier and have it ready to present when you get to the airport talk travel on to a new RFM and Sally Lucas, uh, yeah, French Polynesia. Now that does sound like uh, it gives us romance in our minds already. It does, doesn't it? And as the old cousins ad used to say, do you remember it? Simon, Tahiti would be nice. <laughs> I can always remember that. Someone sitting in a bath with the cousin's soap on a plane, supposedly. Anyway, <laughs> that was As a long time did. ago, showing my age here. Um, anyway, it's French Polynesia is what we're talking about here. And Tahiti is the largest of the 118 islands and atolls that are there. So you do arrive into uh, Papiete, which is the capital city. And with getting out to the outer islands, the way the flights work, Jane, and with the time difference, because you're, you're going back, um, even though it's only to serve a six-hour flight, um, you need an overnight stay in Papiete before you go out to the islands and usually a night again at the end. That's the way it works with the, with the flights, just to let people know that. Um, and, of course, the, uh, the main island there where Papiete is is interesting in itself. It's got its own markets. You can hire a car to drive around the island. There's only one road, so you can't get lost. <laughs> so it's not a problem. Um, you can, you know, enjoy a, a sunset cocktail at a lovely bar with gorgeous views across to Morea because Morea is only a six-minute flight or a ferry ride. So it's quite close to the main island. So it's lovely to do that. Um, and once you're over on Morea, it's just when I first went there, I think I blinked. I must have got in at night, I think, back in those days. And the next morning I walked out and the, the water was so turquoise and so clear. 
I just had to keep blinking. I just didn't think it was real, you know. It was just, oh, absolutely stunningly gorgeous. And, of course, that's where um, Gauguin did a lot of his paintings there. And, of course, you've got a little Gauguin museum there as well. But you, you can hire even a, you know, a bike or a moped or something, whatever you like. And once you go up to the top of the island, again, it's quite cool. And it's got pine forests, and you don't expect that on a tropical island. Pines and palms. Yeah, so you've got everything. Then, of course, Bora Bora, which is famous for its overwater bungalows. A lot of couples love to honeymoon there and have done in the past. Not that you have to honeymoon there, (laughs) but uh, you can have your second honeymoon there or your third even. It doesn't really matter. Um, So Bora Bora is a beautiful island. Then, of course, you've got other archipelagos around it, and you can cruise those or sail around them. And there's some lovely couple of vessels like... um, the Paul Gauguin cruises do cruises around there, the Aranui, which is um, a freight vessel but takes passengers. And you, when you get out to these other islands, that's the only way you can get there. There's no flights. So you're out there and the only way you can get there is by vessel. Mm-hmm. So they're very still much back in time mm-hmm. when you visit these islands or these archipelagos. So you've got the Society Archipelago, which, of course, has got Tahiti, Moray and Bora Bora, as we also mentioned, but also Huahini, Raiatea, uh, Taha and Malpiti are also in there. And then you've got the Marquesas as well, which this is where you get out to some of the wonderful uh, islands when you do the cruisings out to the, Marca- uh, to the Marquesas. Sorry. And then there's also the Austral and Gambia Archipelagos. They're about 600 kilometres, actually, from Tahiti. So these islands are quite spread. Um, and then you've got the Tuamoto Archipelago, which has got 78 atolls over several hundred kilometres. So a lot of these are not all inhabited, obviously. But then when you're cruising, it's just beautiful to pull into some of these places that are just like you're the only ones there. And so, there must be plenty of coral. Oh, yeah. I mean, just the clarity of the water, Jane, you know, and you can do swimming with reef sharks and all sorts of things. So it, it's just, it is a snorkeler's paradise, but I think even if you're not a snorkeler, it's just so stunningly beautiful. Even if you just want to flop about in the water or have a walk along a deserted beach or enjoy a sunset cocktail or whatever you want to do, it's, it's just just delightful, really relaxing. You just can really, you know, kick back and get rid of all your woes, troubles, upsets, whatever, and just really enjoy where you are. And get refreshed. And get absolutely <laughs> refreshed. Yes, I know I did after I went there. I had two weeks there and I just I just felt wonderful at the end of the two weeks. Sally Lucas and I are talking travel and it's time to look at what's in the hot deals area of the current travel marketplace. What have you got for us, Sally? Okay, Jane, we are talking Pacific today, so I thought I'd just advise our listeners that Air Vanuatu is restarting its flights ex-Brisbane, Melbourne and Sydney from 1 July. So that's great news that we can get back to Vanuatu. Uh, four flights, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, five, sorry, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So that's really good news to know that that is another Pacific nation that will be open to us. And also New Caledonia actually has already opened up to us as well. And Air Calan has released a new escapade to New Caledonia sale with fares starting from uh, around about 550 ex-Sydney and Brisbane. So just keep that in mind. So we've got a lot of the Pacific region opening up to us, which is lovely. Uh, And if you are thinking of going to Tahiti, as I mentioned, I mean, there are some nice packages that have just been released uh, for that as well. Um, These sales end around the 27th of May and one of the leading ones actually ends 13th of May, the rest end 27th. The lead-in is staying at the Hilton Tahiti Resort. Resort, rather, It's a five-night package for around under $3,000. And then 
goes up from there. They're all seven-night packages, all inclusive, um, up to the famous St. Regis Bora Bora, where all your film stars stay, mm-hmm. if you want to rub shoulders with anyone. Um, but that's around about $8,000. So, yeah, that's really up there. But that's really, oh, it's absolutely magnificent. Magnificent. Um, Holland America Line, we've been talking cruises recently, Jane, too, how they're coming back you know, into Australia as well as other areas of the world. Um, Holland America have announced that they are now only got a deposit of only $99 per person deposit. They've got reduced fares. They've got shore excursion inclusions. They've got drink packages. They've got specialty dining and Wi-Fi. Um, so book by 31 May and you get uh, another five amenities per person in, included in your fare. So there's lots of good deals out there at the moment as well. Club Med have got some wonderful packages. And just remember, people tend to forget with Club Med that once you pay it like a cruise, that's everything. So it's all your, everything you do at the resort. If you do something outside the resort, that's at your own expense. But everything within the resort, all your meals, morning teas, coffees, whatever. And they've got some great packages at the moment, starting with Bali, but also going into that beautiful part of the world, the Maldives. So there are some fabulous packages there. Just keep those in mind as well. They've got these packages out for next Easter. So they're saying to book early. These are special packages for Easter next year at reduced rates to a range of their destinations, so keep that one in mind as well. Oh, and then as I said earlier, Jane, there are so many new packages coming out. I know we've just had Anzac Day, but already they've released Anzac Day packages for next year, of course. Because we do need to get in early for a lot of these things. These special events do book out a long way ahead. So if you are interested in whether it be Gallipoli or whether it be Villa Bretonneur in France, I must admit I would love to be there one year for Villa Bretonneur. I think it would be very moving. Um, having been there already, but to be there on Anzac Day and experience that service, I think would be wonderful. So, look, there's lots out there, Jane, at the moment. It's, it keeps increasing. We keep getting new deals all the time. So just keep checking with your travel agent and they will also keep you up to date on what restrictions there are with COVID or what protocols you have to do. And the sort of insurance you need. And the insurance, which is important. With certain um, certain countries, sorry, they only are accepting certain types of insurance or insurance that has a, either an unlimited or a very high medical cover. Yes, particularly to cover COVID problems. Well, that's right, exactly. Well, thank you, Sally Lucas. Thank you, Jane. And we'll talk travel again next Friday after the one o'clock news at 2 and URFM.